How's it going, Shaq? Oh, you know what? Not bad. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. I am uh I am curious though. What is your stance on parallel parking, right? Like uh <laughs> how 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 far ahead can the car that's going to parallel park be and still claim the spot? Uh, okay. Well, I, I, I will say this because I learned to drive in a place where parallel parking um, was not that uh, serious, not okay. that hardcore, right? It, okay. I'm from the land of parking lots. Oh, um, right, right. You're right. You okay. know, so that's usually where all the drama was. Um, but as far as parallel parking goes, I think I, I have two schools of thought. One, in order to correctly parallel park, there's a trick that an ex taught me. Um, and that is to line up your side view mirror with the side view mirror of the car that's in front of the space. Right. Right. And then you cut it back and cut it over. I'm good at that. I absolutely can do that. I can't do it on the driver's side because there aren't as many one-way like situations okay. as there are like there as there are here in New York, but I can fake it. I can get into one. I prefer to I mean, it's harder. It's because that's what I'm used to. I would like to just kind of pull up and then get in there. But the issue is, if you pull up to line up your mirrors, some people, you've cleared the space, maybe. Maybe the right. tail, yeah. So so that gives someone the room to kind of pull in. So I feel like if that is how you parallel park, you got to move very fast. Right. Right? Because I can see if you're also, blinkers are your friends. Turn on a signal. Yeah. You know, let people know this is your intent. Um, and, uh, you know, just try to move as quickly as possible when you're backing into that space. If you pull in, I get pulling in, but like if I ever pull into a spot, there's so much space that I'm pulling in and then I'm going to do the 24 point <laughs> adjustment to get <laughs> to get it lined up to the curb. Right. Or I'm pulling in and up far enough that when I back up, I can get it in the in the thing or whatever. Yeah. Um. There's already space, I think. But when it's like a tight thing like that, I prefer to back in. But I know you got to do that quickly. But that's why I rely on that mirror trick because I know with the mirror trick, I I, I know I'm going to get it more often than not. Then if I only pull up like half away and the back of my car is already kind of in the space and I'm going to try to cut over. I'm not going to get it. And now I'm doing like a 57 point turn to get into that space. And it's not, I don't want to do that. I want to, <laughs> I want to whip it in. I want to whip it in. Yeah. I, I want to whip it in while understanding that the way that I line that up, uh, could leave it, leave it open. So I need to be as fast and efficient as possible. That's, yeah. that's how I view it. Um, I don't know what the rule is on these New York streets. Cause one, I've only driven in New York once. Right. Um, and so I don't know how everyone, I don't have a sense as to how everyone moves. Right. I, what, uh, what's the law? What's the rule? What's the rule of street? <laughs> so I, I agree with your parking idea. Mm -hmm. I feel like 
So parallel park correctly, you need to be roughly parallel to the car in front of the space right. to start. Yeah. So if you are further than that, mm-hmm. you're no longer at the spot. Once you've gone beyond the mirrors lining up, then I don't right. know. Right. It's you, not yeah. you anymore. Right. So we did a show together. Mm-hmm. I show up on time for the show. I know I'm going to look for parking. Mm-hmm. I find a spot. Mm-hmm. And I become, I would say, a little more than parallel to the empty spot. now. And I'm, I'm attempting to get parallel to the car right. that is in front of the spot. I get to about that my bumper is parallel with their uh, rear wheel, with their okay. rear, t- rear tire. Right. And a car reverses, taking up the other three quarters of the car. Uh-huh. And then he says, hey, I was on park there. And I said, well, I'm going to park there now. And he said, no, nah, like, that's my spot. I said, it can't be because I'm here. Like, Right. So know? he was in front of you? He was, in, he, was, uh, pe- he was parallel to the car in front of the car that was in front of the spot. So I'm like, you're too far up. Two cars up. Yeah. I'm like, oh no, you lost that spot. You lost the spot, my G. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So then he gets out the car and he's like, yo, uh, you know there's other spots. I'm like, yeah, like good luck. You know? (laughs) (laughs) And he starts walking back, and then it hit him that like that didn't go the way he wanted. So he comes back and he's like, nah, like I was parking here. I was like, but I'm parking here now. Like I'm, I'm literally more in the spot than out than the spot are. at this right. point. Right? Yeah. You're nowhere near the spot. And I was like, if I really want to, I could park already. I just, I'm just, you know, just move forward. So it's not annoying. But yeah. he's like, nah, that's my spot. I was like, well, I'm not going anywhere. He's like, well, I'm not going anywhere. So he goes back in his car. Mm-hmm. So I, I raise my window and then turn off my car. And then he comes back out the car again, and he's like, yeah, I'm too old for this. And I was like, if you got to announce it, you not. <laughs> you know? And he's like, you know there's other spots. I was like, you keep telling me, but you don't go look for them. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so he's getting tight, and I'm like, I'm, I'm trying to match his energy. And he's mm-hmm. like, I told you, I was parallel. I was here. I was going to back up into the spot. I was like, but I'm I'm gonna back up into the spot. I wasn't even going head first into the spot, and right. I've already started to take up yeah. parallel parking space. Yeah, in the vehicle that you would parallel park from. Right. And then he said I had to move up, uh, to make space for the truck that passed by. A truck I didn't see, okay. and I'm like, that don't make sense, my G, because there's no parking on the other side of the street. So I don't see how you moving further up while still staying parallel mm-hmm. makes more space for a theoretical truck <laughs> that has all the space on the whole other side. Right. And he's like, I don't got to explain myself to you. I was like, I don't got to explain myself to you. I just Because I got the car. spot. Yeah. And he's like, but it's my spot. And I was like, again, we went through this. And he's like, I'm too old for this. I was like, you keep telling me, but you're still here. <laughs> right. Then go you away. Know? 
<laughs> if you were old, you'd be like, eh, well, yeah, fucking you, youngsters. And then you'd go find another spot. You'd go find another spot. And he's like, you don't understand. I was here first. I was like, I get that part of it. But you weren't in the spot. That means you were here first and decided against it. Right. I'm here I, now. Yeah. You made a mistake. I'm not saying you didn't. I'm saying that we're in different places. I'm in the spot. You out the spot. <laughs> Yo, we was in it, sir. Oh, my God. So he goes back in his car. He sits down. And I see him, like, fume a little bit. Then he comes back. He's like, I'm going to find another spot. I was like, I believe in you. Uh, no, that's the worst. You can't say <laughs> that. <laughs> and, like, I and like I said it with, like, just enough of, like, good that, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Like, he could. Neither one of us cursed at each other. Because right. it was, like, aggressive, but also, like, I was just saying facts. Like, right. I never once said you were an idiot. I never once, like, yo, like, I never, like, got angry at him. I was just angry that we were both being angry. I was like, I don't know what to tell you, my G. Like, you are clearly not in the spot right now. Yeah. If you want to yell about it, I'll still yell the facts. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, you're too old to be mad. I'm too old to get into a fight about this mm-hmm. physically. But I'm not too old to yell about. It. We could yell, you know. <laughs> we could do this all day. I'm enjoying myself, and uh, I realized that when two people are yelling, mm-hmm. the person in the equivalent of a leather reclining position mm-hmm. while sitting down usually wins. Like I, I think that's what threw him off. That like he was like pacing back and forth because he had no other option. Whereas, because I knew I had the spot, mm-hmm. while I was, like, projecting my voice, I looked mm-hmm. very relaxed. Right. You know, I got the window half down. I got the heat, heated seats going. <laughs> you know, and he sees it. He said, my shoulders are down. This I whole discussion. when you don't have to change your position, your physical position, yeah. Then, uh, then, yeah, you do have an upper hand. Because you're like, I can do this from here. Um. Because I, I'm not going anywhere. Because I feel like a lot of arguments, you know, there's a lot of stuff where there's somebody seated somewhere and they're like, I'm not moving. There's somebody in a space where they're like, I'm immovable. And people mm-hmm. just orbiting them, trying to get them to move. And I'm just going, no. And that's just what a lot of arguments are. Even if it's physically not happening that way, the argument itself is usually someone just like, you're not going to change this. Yeah. And others trying to get them to change. And that person being like, nah. It's so what happened. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds to me like he didn't realize or he maybe zipped by the spot too fast. Yeah. Or he saw it and then he stopped like, maybe I can fit in there. And in the meantime, you went ahead. And so then it's like, wait, but you got to you got to take that L on that one. That's yeah. It. Yeah. It's a big city, like, baby. Yeah. Go find yeah. spots elsewhere, you know. You can city bike. You know, there's other <laughs> hey, options. You don't have to do all that. Yeah, but the, also, I'm too old for this. I don't know if that hits like it, like you want it to. Yeah, I, I, I was, I was like, first of all, I'm pretty sure we're about the same age, my G. Right, exactly. So like, that's a weird kind of. That's a. I don't know if it's a flex or a diss. I don't know what you're attempting to do with it. But the, I'm too old for this is also that's an inner monologue. Yeah. Just because Danny Glover says it in 
lethal weapon doesn't mean he wasn't saying it to uh, he was just saying it like a can you believe this shit i'm too old for this like he was talking to himself it was out loud but he was talking to himself on that yeah that should have been muttered to yourself while you were walking to your car to move it to try and find another space yeah you need to convince you of that okay yeah not me you know i'm i'm here i'm in the spot my g let me tell you, know? you something. The the parking lot rules of like pulling ahead in a spot <laughs> while someone's trying to pull into like, and this is only if the spaces are like a straight up grid and not on a diagonal. Mm-hmm. If they're you know just a straight up grid and you are trying to turn into a spot, but someone has turned into a the spot that's connected but across from it, and they're pulling forward. So it looks like they backed into the spot, but they didn't. Instead, they pulled forward. So their car is facing forward while all the other cars are facing the other way. Yeah. But it's still on the same lane. And you try to, you you don't see that person coming through. You just see an empty spot. So you try to pull in. So now both of you are half in a spot, but they're also half in another spot. It's Mm. ridiculous because you're just like, hey, man, I'm getting ready to pull into the spot. And they're like, but I was pulling up into a spot. And I'm always like, but you got a spot behind you. You're halfway in another spot. Fucking back it up. You're not going to get to, you know what I mean? Like you, you can't be in two spots talking about, but I want this one. You got one. You be <laughs> you greedy. In you win it. You all were, you so in it. You're in mine. Back it up. Just back it up. We're not doing this. You know, it's too early. We both got to get the BJ. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like, come on, get, get out of here. You know, my only concern is like, uh, the show we were doing, mm-hmm. I know, was probably the only thing popping in that neighborhood, and it sat like 400 <laughs> people. So right. I was like, I'm so gonna like, see I this bet dude. he's going to be in there. Yeah. yeah, I was like, I'm going to see this dude. And, like, I ain't a small dude, but he was an equally big dude. Right. So, like, it wasn't that I would necessarily win or lose. Is that I knew that if I won, it was going to be a thing. Was he there? No. Thankfully, uh, or at least if he did, he ain't interrupt my show. Like, he let me do my set. But uh okay. All right. I mean he might have still been looking for walking. There was a big dude there, but he was not too old for that. (laughs) (laughs) There was a big dude there, but he would have been the right the right age for exactly that. Yeah, after the whole time he was saying it, I was becoming more convinced. It's like, no, this is about right for you. Yeah, no, this is absolutely yeah. If you're too old for this, you're too old to drive. Yeah. (laughs) This is a big part of driving. Especially in New York, my G. Yeah, yeah. So if you know, you're too old for this, you might need to leave the, the city. My man, it's not your time. I was yeah. excited because I hadn't done that in a while. So I was oh, almost boy. like, oh, thank you. Yay, like, you New know, York's like, back. Yeah, baby, <laughs> sharpen the sword a little bit, you know, like, oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, great. I was like, I got to this. I don't think I've been happier going into a show in years. You That's know? so funny. It felt great. I'm like, oh, yeah, we here. I called my wife. I like, yo, honey, this is going great. It was my mom's birthday. That's all I talked about at the dinner. I caught up with my, with my family after. I was like, yo, you don't, you don't know. I, I got this spot from this dude. <laughs> and he kept telling me he too old for it. Man, he must have muttered that to himself for another 20 minutes. Like yeah, that's spot. true. Just like, I'm <laughs> just slamming his door and grabbing his keys and everything. Oh, man. Oh, man. Good luck to yourself out there. I hope you find that spot, my G. May you always find your spot. But also, sir, if you are listening, just line your side mirrors up, man. Don't pull up too far. If you have an idea, if you think 
slow down, assess it, know your car, know yeah. your car, and then line up those mirrors and then start to whip it, at least start to whip in. And then if it don't work, go ahead and pull away. Yo, I've done that like- plenty. But if I don't know the car and I'm like, I wonder if I can make it, I go- try. And then I'm like, nah. And then I go and try and find something else. But exactly. I, I, I start signaling like halfway uh, into the spot to right, the car right. behind me to let them know, yo, I might be taking this. I'm put waving the hazards you around. On. I'm wait- I'm, yeah, I'm letting you know. On. Like This is my, yeah. yeah I'm not, if I'm two cars up, I'm gone. I'm I decided it. it wasn't for me. You lost it. It's over. Or just like, on. oh, damn, there was a spot. And then I keep going. Like, I accept. Okay. Exactly. I accept the L. Like, that's just what happens, you know? Nah, B. It's over, homie. Lucky I ain't want to get out of my car, okay? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It happens. Yeah. Great <laughs> gas store victories. <laughs> Let's get into the news. Uh, gas store victories. <laughs> Tumbleweeds take over Colorado couple's property like a horror movie, they say. A Colorado couple uh, said they were living a horror movie after their property became uh, inundated with tumbleweeds. Uh, their uh, Colorado Springs area property, including... The front yard and driveway has been submerged with tumbleweeds since Sunday following strong winds over the weekend, making me <gasps> feel helpless. Uh, it's a horrible situation, uh, like a horror film. It's very eerie and very creepy, she added. A high wind warning was in effect over the weekend for much of southern Colorado, with some areas seeing wind gusts as high as 60 miles per hour. Uh, Gross said she and her husband experienced something similar about 10 years ago, but not nearly as bad as this. Uh, she said tumbleweeds are so high that they come up to the windows of their home and they have they have been unable to open the front door. Uh, trees on the on their property are there. Uh, um, the trees on their property are also filled with tumbleweeds. Uh, there's a mountain and I mean a mountain on the right side of the driveway. <laughs> uh, the tumbleweeds enclosed the couple's car and blocked their access to the road. Uh, I kind of panicked, uh, said Gross, who feared she and her husband wouldn't be able to get out uh, while the neighbors and uh, with the help of neighbors and volunteers, they were able to mow uh, the tumbleweeds to clear a part of the road and a path along their driveway. Um, but, uh, and a uh, girl said that another neighbor was also able, was also uh, covered with the tumbleweeds as well. Um, but uh, El Paso County residents, uh, while they've been reporting troubles with the uh, tumbleweeds, unfortunately, It's going to kind of be on them because uh, the county does not remove tumbleweeds from private property, said uh, Stewart, uh, who is the the El Paso County spokesperson. Unfortunately, the plant is widespread and beyond control, as it is found in every state in the U.S. except for Alaska and Florida. Huh, fun fact. Huh, that's weird. Yeah. Okay, I just want to say right now um, that when people think of tumbleweeds, I think they're thinking of a cute little like a cute little tumbleweed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just like it pro- maybe comes up as, as high as your shin. Right. right. Um, there are photos. Let me yeah. tell you something. I don't know. I guess maybe they all just banded together and grew, or if this is like one huge, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. if they like linked it up or if they all just climbed on top, this is truly like, seven feet of, of tumbleweed. Yeah, no, these, these, they could square up with these tumbleweeds. Like these are like, this is covering the front of her door, like the front of the house. Like this is terrifying. And also uh, are they like 
sick? Are they, do they have thorns? Like, I don't know, but I'm sure they don't feel good. Yeah. And no, like I would have moved out of the parking spot for the summer week. Like this shit is diesel. Yeah. You get the, you get the spot. Yeah. You got that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, but yeah, that is, I didn't know that they could do that. I really thought they just stayed small and just rolled through. I never, I don't know. I guess I never thought about a tumbleweed hitting a wall and then just building up and building up and building up. Yeah. And now, now I can't get food and I can't <laughs> see my car. Yo, B. Stay in New York, yeah. baby. We don't got tumbleweeds out here, baby. Not in well, the city. Not in New York City. And yeah. honestly, uh, we got raccoons. I bet there's a tumbleweed or two somewhere. <laughs> honestly, the rats probably don't even let the weeds start to tumble before they're like, doing stuff with them you know like i just there's there's a lot of vermin but i bet you get out into the country (laughs) out into the country of new york state and there are probably tumbleweeds not like that though nah yo shout out to new york city rats i mean doing what y'all do out there no tumbleweeds no no that's not enough (laughs) that's not enough i get a bad rep man but y'all doing we're on no we're on islands that also may have something to do with you with there not being tumbleweeds I'm not really ready to clap it up for the rats just yet. I, I they really like, they got to save my life. Like I need them. To, it's got to be more personal than maybe they disrupt the tumbleweed. I don't, I need them. I need a more concrete reason to tip my hat to the rat. I think ultimately. And then that's on a rat by rat basis. Yes. It's not going to be all of you. It's not going to be all of you. Now, nah, all y'all rats, fuck y'all, but Tim. Tim is cool. Yeah, Tim is good. <laughs> Tim helped me with a car problem I had. Yes. Oh, man. Uh, in other news, uh, Arizona woman sues the city after arrest for feeding the homeless. Uh, Norma mm. Thornton uh, spent almost 20 years running a restaurant in Alaska before retiring to Arizona with her husband in 2017. With more time in her hands, she started cooking hot meals and giving them to the homeless population around Bullhead City. Uh, in time, her charitable activities attracted attention from other quarters, the police. Uh, Thornton was arrested uh, in March for violating a city ordinance passed last year that prohibits the sharing of prepared food in public parks. Now she's suing Bullhead City, allegedly alleging the city law violates her 14th Amendment right to engage in charitable acts. The 78-year-old grandmother uh, told CBS that uh, she should be allowed to share food with the less fortunate, no matter the place. This case is about kindness. Bullhead City has criminalized kindness. Uh, the lawsuit is $1 per violation. Uh, one of her uh, lawyers, uh, Suranj uh, Jan Sen of the Institute of Justice, claims Bullhead's ban unfairly targets Thornton, who has been feeding the homeless, since 2018. Uh, in court documents filed Wednesday, the lawsuit alleges the ban prohibits giving food to the homeless in a park, but allows anyone to have a birthday party and feed dozens of people. I was wondering about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So in other words, a person can give out food to their friends, but cannot give the exact same food to someone they are trying to help. Uh, Thornton's lawyers uh, want a federal judge to strike down Bullhead's law and force the city to pay their client $1 for every instance where her constitutional rights were violated. Oh boy. I mean, this seems to be a, a fight about the principality, but this is the kind of thing that has to happen. Yeah. Um, you know, cause that is insane. Uh, you can't have prepared food in a public park. 
<laughs> Yo, that's mad. That's, that that's, don't what? even sound right. Like you know you lying. You know you lying. Yeah, Get somebody dug yo. One of y'all fucked up, and like the whole police department is just now holding gotta, you down now. But like, yeah, but they know that, that's a lie. But that is the kind of thing that, like, uh, these these weird little laws that are put into place that are it, it is it's about the cruelty, absolutely. So they're just um, weird, like this. I'm reading this thing, and it says anyone can share food at a public park as long as it's sealed prepackaged food readily available from retail outlets and intended for consumption directly from the package the city said <laughs> but if someone wants to prepare serve prepared hot food they must first obtain a permit and food handler's license it's not a restaurant it's a park if i want to make a burger away this isn't even like you can't cook in the park this isn't which is its own <laughs> thing this is if I cooked food somewhere else and I brought it with me to the park and wanted to eat it. No, I, I have to go to a grocery store and buy something that's fully wrapped, sealed, prepackaged. Like that's bullshit. You know it's bullshit. Straight up. Um, and uh, it, it's it's so mean. And I'm sure that I I don't know what Bullhead City looks like, <laughs> like their population, <laughs> but I have a feeling. Um, that uh, I I feel I bet people that the people there are probably doing okay. Yeah, financially they're probably doing okay. Um, getting by, you know, you getting by, you know, and so anything that uh, like it, it, what's being done for the homeless population there, if this woman is not feeding them. Mm. Like what? What? What's their plan then? If she can't feed them, can the city? Them. Who's yeah. feeding them? How's that going to work? You know, and maybe you're not seasoning it right. Maybe they go to Miss Storm because she got the. I the, mean, she got the, the restaurant skills. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, she, she ran a restaurant. Down. Yeah, so there's that. Like, how are you? What's what's going on then? What's they, really going on? They deserve home cooking. You know what I mean. Also, fun fact: the uh, bullhead mayor is named Tom Brady. So I just think he's having. Oh, you rough. know what? Ugh. Yeah. All all Tom Brady's are really going through it. It's a good Yo. thing that our comedian buddy Tom Takar changed his name from Tom Brady. <laughs> you know what I mean? Man, hey. he really dodged a, he dodged the <laughs> bullet there. Oh man. Uh, <laughs> finally, uh Chick-fil-A uh introduces a three-day work week, Sha, and people think it's the best idea ever. That's right, Chick-fil-A. In Florida now lets workers cram all of their hours uh, needed for a full-time schedule in just three days. And uh, and the near-universal reaction seems to be, uh, why didn't we think of that? Uh, to be clear, uh, <laughs> this is just one Chick-fil-A location, and the three-day schedule is optional. It translates into a full-time employment with benefits uh, because the Chick-fil-A employee who opt-in are putting in 13 to 14 hours per day on those three consecutive days. Uh, the employees are organized into two pods, working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday for two weeks, and then switching together to Thursday, Friday, Saturday for the next two weeks. Mm -hmm. Chick-fil-A, as you know, is closed on Sundays. Uh, the trade-off flexibility in exchange for some very long hours at Chick-fil-A on the days that they do work. Uh, but uh, those who've opted in seem to love the schedule. Uh, Justin Lindsay, the Chick-fil-A owner-operator who came up with the idea, told me in an interview week that it was designed to re reduce burnout increase employee retention and demonstrate 
more generous leadership. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, that is, <laughs> let me just say off top. <laughs> okay. We know about the evils of Chick-fil-A. Right. About the guy who owns it and where they have donated money and, and all of that. Uh, even in spite of the people that I have known to work at Chick-fil-A who, who have been queer, who have been black and church going and that they paid for the, they contributed to like the education fund for a couple of cousins of mine. Okay. You know, like it's like <laughs> evil, but then in the individual stores, good can happen. It's, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, how do you balance that? Um, and so, yes, they are absolutely the worst. And if you are boycotting them and you're continuing to do so, uh, like props. great yeah. props, absolutely. Um, and I want to be stronger and I don't, I only, <laughs> I literally, Oh, I think now I only eat it when I'm in Atlanta. Cause there's literally one on every corner. So it's a, <laughs> huh. And I don't feel great about it, but I also don't feel bad enough. And I don't, I don't know how, like if you have, if you are now like, man, fuck Shalewa, that's fair. That's fair. I get it. It that's fair. It happens. Um, but also if you are shopping at any grocery store, yeah. I don't know. You may gotta, yeah, I don't you can know. Find some with every place at this point. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely. You can. So that's not like a defending myself. I'm just saying that's the way of the world. Evil is everywhere. Yeah. To live a relatively evil free life, um, it, it's tough. Word up. It's tough. It's very tough. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's very hard. But uh, now, 13, 14 hours in a Chick-fil-A. As diesel, yo. That is wild. Um, but also, I wonder if it's a thing where it's like, once you're in that rhythm, just fucking knock it out. Yeah, I, I think that works real tough. I think, yeah, I can see where if you're that kind of person where you're like, you've been doing it for like eight hours. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. sure you get a couple of breaks. Right. Where you get like 30 minutes here, 30 minutes there, and then probably another 15 to just kind of get off your feet and not be around it. And then you power up and go through it because they're not they're not open late. Most of them. Right. Are done by like 10. Back in the day, they used to close at like 930, which meant it was a real scramble to get there. They really made <laughs> you work for it. They closed on Sunday. They're open, but they closed at 930 at a weird time. And you're like, wait, you know, um, so. Uh, yeah, like it's, um, yeah, like you have to be, uh, and it's good that, you know, the people who like doing that, like, are like, yeah, let's just knock this out. And then I have four days to be a person. Yeah. That's honestly you know? why I'm a fan of this. Like I'm with you in terms of like, when I think about working 13, 14 hours anywhere, that's a lot, mm -hmm. but this isn't something that the manager was like, I need you to do this. This was right. his employees saying, yo. We would appreciate this. So mm -hmm. I rock with that. When you listen to your staff saying, hey, we want to be full time, um, but having the option of a four day work uh, off, four right. days off a week is fire. And mm -hmm. I, I can't knock that. It's kind of dope. Um, and it's not even like you're getting four days off um, every once in a while. You're building that into your schedule forever. Right. Yeah. Uh, you rotate what three days you work, but you will always have four days off in a row every week. 
that's right. kind of dope, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, not to mention the uh, commute day you save, right? You save mm-hmm. one to two days of commuting. Right. right. So that's time you get back because now you only got to commute three days instead of four to five. Um, I would assume your commutes are easier because at the very least going home when they close, less traffic. Maybe in the morning right. you got traffic. Yeah. But on the way back, that commute is faster. Um, mm-hmm. To your point, you kind of get into a zone. Yep. You know, we're like, yo, this is three days and then I'm, I don't got to think about this place for four days. Yeah. Kind of fire. Mean, like, like there are nurses with that schedule. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like Straight they work up. like 12, 13, 14 hour schedules, like three days in a row, four and then days they stun in a row. On IG and then from they... some random country. <laughs> right. Straight exactly. Up. Yeah. Oh. So we're probably talking about the same nurse. But um, yeah. <laughs> 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 but yeah, like that is, uh, you know, once you're in that mindset, you can just kind of go with it. Yeah. Like, Two days you don't got to think about babysitters. Right. You know, like, like there's so many W's to this. Yeah. So like, I mean, if that is how you're cut and I understand being cut in that way, I've definitely had some jobs where I'm just, they're still working and they're like, weren't you supposed to leave like two hours ago? And you're like, yeah, but you know, I started doing this thing and I want to finish it. Um, I'm in the zone. Let me, I'm just here. I'm just doing the thing. Let me just keep going. And yeah. So like I, I get when you are, especially Chick-fil-A, it just moves so quickly, perhaps, as well. And if that's not for you, you cannot do that. Yeah. I don't know. It's It seems like this this person who is running this particular store has thought this through and is like, okay, here, here are some options that aren't normally offered that may actually help you out. Yeah. You know, like I, I've been listening to my employees and here are things that here are ways to look at it that kind of jive with who works there. You That's know? what I love. Hell yeah. He, yeah. That phrase, what you said there is uh, to me, key to good management. Listen mm-hmm. to their employees. Yeah. Like, that's active, like listening, like, oh, word, y'all really need this. I'm going to still be fully staffed and covered. Yeah, let's do it. Let's try it out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, offered it up, got buy in from the staff, people liking it. Um, all the reasoning behind it are employee centric. They don't get burnt out. They get more free time. And in mm-hmm. turn, your product ends up better because you have people that are happier and want to stay there. That, right. that, that's a lot of W's right there. The um, last sentence in this piece is um, Lindsay said one employee asked him when he first shared the news of the program, what do I do when I'm not here? Like I can do whatever I want. <laughs> Isn't that wild? Yo. Because there's something to like, working a couple of days and then you get a day off, but then you got to go back the next, like you just spend the whole time just like, uh, dreading. Cause you know, you got to You can't even enjoy your one day off because you know, you got to go back. Nah, and that's, baby. yeah. And that's something, especially at Chick-fil-A where, you know, Sunday is a definite day off. Right. And then your other day off could be at any point. Who knows what the other day off is. So you don't even get like two days off in a row to really enjoy. Um, so yeah, this is good for that. Loki, if this was, I would work at a place like this. This is fire. I could see you being the kind of person who could just put in like 13 or 14 hours and then just being like, and I'm out. Yeah. I, like, I, here you go. Here's, here's my 12 hours. And now I'm gone. I catch y'all later. I still, yeah. would, real talk. If this, I, I loved working, packing out uh trucks at UPS. Like mm-hmm. I had a blast doing that shit. 
Um, you get in a zone, you kind of get into a rhythm. It becomes like a video game. It's like live <laughs> right. Tetris. Like, I love yeah, that shit. Yeah, absolutely. And the only reason I don't do it is because I'm a comic. And I know that mm-hmm. um, not even the hours, because that shit was like uh, three to six, three to nine in the morning. So yeah. the hours are fine with me. It's the fact mm-hmm. that if I have a, sh- a road gig, I can't be like, yo, I'm going to be gone for two days. Yeah. You know? And if they were fine with the fact that like, I'm going to show up 85% of the time, I'll even tell you when I'm going to be absent ahead of time, but I am mm-hmm. going to be absent. I'll never take a sick day because I'll build it in with this. But uh, yeah, I, I I would do it for fun. Like I sincerely had a blast. <laughs> it's just, I know you're going to get mad at me because I'm going to bang out like uh, of the 20 work days. I'm going to miss three every month. Right. I got right. shows. Um, but I, I love jobs like that. They let you kind of zone out a little bit. Mm-hmm. You kind of just work, you move. I don't know. And I end up coming up with jokes, like creative stuff, because I'm in that space. Right, exactly. I yeah, love that you stuff. Just start, yeah, you just start your brain, as your body's doing the thing, your brain starts going elsewhere and you can, it's weird, but you actually do come up with a lot of stuff when you're having to do that shit. Yeah, there was, so. uh, when I when I worked at, uh, at the UPS on Foster in Brooklyn, uh, there was this dude that was loading trucks next to me and he like brainstormed the import export business <laughs> while bullshitting with me. Like he was like, like I forgot like how he ended up on it, but he was like, you know, I know somebody that like uh, deals with like Asian products. Like he would bring in like ginseng and all these other natural goods into the country. I should look mm-hmm. into doing that. And then like every day for like a week, he was just telling me like, yo, you know, I looked into this a little bit more. And now that I'm thinking about right. it, I could do this. I left for like a year. I come back a year later. He's mm-hmm. like, yeah, I work here for, for health benefits, but I made like $8 million off of that shit. <laughs> like, I was like, you for real? <laughs> yo, dead. He's like, yo, I'm killing it. He's like, I made crazy money. He's like, uh-huh. when we when you leave, when we leave the, the, the UPS depot, go see mm-hmm. my car. That dude was <laughs> loading trucks, making like $13 an hour. And he oh, was God. driving a freaking like the max BMW, like a hundred oh, K car. And he's like, yeah, I bought that shit in cash. He's like, I am having incredible success. But, I, you know, uh, he's like, I, I was already in the union. So I got, like, the best health benefits here. I get a workout. I'm coming in. It's like my gym time, you know? Oh, that's and hilarious. Straight up. He's like, I crushed that shit. He's like, I'm up like eight M's. <laughs> he's like, I got two houses. He's like, you, he's like, invite me. You should come visit in Florida. I came up with the idea next to you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts to Marvin. Yo, my man, you're still over there. Real talk. Yeah, that shit was inspiring. <laughs> Yo, I'm kind of, I'm inspired by Marvin, absolutely. Yo, that shit was wild, B. <laughs> That's really impressive. Um, and uh, for our listeners that uh, were hurt, uh, I, I am still uh, not eating that Chick-fil-A, admittedly just because I don't like the food. But, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I truly, I am, I, I hate to say it out loud. I usually eat it under the cover of darkness. But I have, been to chick-fil-a since the word on the street was that they i mean there are also i mean yeah i don't know everybody's giving money to somebody i guess i don't know i can't i wish i could justify it better but i can't i don't know man i'm a popeye's person um oh yeah i you know for me it's not like the chicken part of it i don't care about the fried chicken i usually get like a grilled chicken something anyway grilled chicken nuggets or something uh, I like the waffle fries. For me, it is a food that when I was going through a lot of stress, 
Okay. Um, it's a for well, it's it's an alternative to uh, hamburgers for one. So I was like, already that's good. So it's just like a general hamburger, but it's chicken. And then um, when I was going through a lot of stress uh, amongst my parents passing away, and I'm having to go back and forth to um, Atlanta from New York um, and doing very lonely things and staying in a hotel room and just like processing that stuff. Yeah. For whatever reason, uh, fucking grilled nuggets and waffle fries kept me like <laughs> grounded or just like, here you go here. Just calm down, breathe and have a lemonade, you know, <laughs> like it was a, <laughs> it's beautiful in a way. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know. We don't talk enough about um, fast food as <laughs> a weird coping mechanism, uh, not in a way of just shoveling it in, but in a way of just like being a touchstone of, being through being a part of your life for a long time so that yeah. when there's times of trouble, you know that this is going to taste like a thing that it's always tastes like. And how sometimes that's like, ew, gross, but sometimes that's very necessary. Yeah. And that's what it was for me. And that's usually when I find myself in some sort of weird mental space and it turns out there's a Chick-fil-A nearby, I will grab something just to like, okay remember what you were like as a person and then, and then <laughs> I can remember and then move accordingly. It's, it sounds, I don't know if it sounds wild or not, but I think if you think back on some of the foods, no, your comfort you. foods, uh, it's not always going to be something that your mom made. Uh, sometimes, no, you know, right. like we, like we talked about on the, uh, the last episode about, Prego and Chef Boyardee and all that shit. It's like that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I dig it. If you would like <laughs> me to find a better comfort food. <laughs> oh, you got those ladies to the show, baby. Whatever. Y'all eat all everybody talks about Taco Bell, like blah, blah, blah. That's all that shit is for you too. That shit is trash. And y'all talk about it like it's the best thing in the world. It's not. It's just what you ate as a teenager that keeps you. Okay. That's all that shit was. <laughs> if you are Apple or Spotify listener, we appreciate your ratings. Four stars. You still eat that Taco Bell today. Okay. You do. You know do. what I mean? There's better tacos mm -hmm. in your neighborhood. You know better. You know better. You know? Even for those right. rare moments when you're feeling down. Yes. <laughs> That's what it's there for. Okay. It, yeah, it's it's for a dopamine. That's boost. It. It's not it's not for dinner. <laughs> It's not for dinner. It's for dopamine. <laughs> Five stars. You know better. Okay. And uh, hopefully your kids have this relationship with Chipotle or Panera Bread. <laughs> right. You yeah. You know? <laughs> We're in a better place in life, you know? Yeah. I hope I hope that this is that sweet green salad is the touchstone yeah. of your kids. <laughs> it them do some kale, you know? Emotional yeah. attachment to kale is a beautiful yes. thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> if you have any articles you want us to cover, please DM us directly on Twitter or Instagram at Silky Jumbo or at Gastro Monte. Uh, shouts this week to uh, Lori McDaniel. Always appreciate y'all. Uh, with all that said, I am uh, admittedly attached uh, to <laughs> McDonald's double cheeseburgers. Specifically, I hate the McDouble. That one slice of cheese shit just doesn't cut it. I need to fill oh, wow. Wow. two slices, okay? <laughs> Okay, all right. The $0.30 cent savings ain't doing it, okay? Mm. Oh, Take my $0.30, okay. cent, give me the slice of cheese. Okay. That's what I'm on you know? Always with 
This should pivot uh, to Popeye's, <laughs> but you know, she's attached no, to what she's I'm attached not, to. No, because Popeye's, I mean, Chick-fil-A don't make me take a shit every time. That's and fair. so <laughs> Popeye's tears up my stomach. And also when it comes to like fried chicken in like a fried chicken way, I like Mrs. Winters and those are gone. Oh. So, and that was an excellent fried chicken and the rest of it to me is no good. When I go to Popeye's, I get their shrimp. Ooh, <laughs> so, slept on too. I agree. Yeah, you know, so that's a that's a thing. But I will counter your double cheeseburger from McDonald's with a double cheeseburger from Burger King. Oh, solid. That's a that's a better. I I think we are sleeping on Burger King's burgers. They are actually better, but you know, they don't yeah. have a clown. That fucking king ain't gonna do it like the clown does. He don't know? hit. He don't hit. He the don't same. hit. He don't hit. So. He, but, he, yeah, he needs he needs an, he needed a name. That was he his did. issue. Yeah, that's true. He was just the Burger King. The, that's yeah, no that's not enough. Yeah. B. You ain't thinking through. But they're but they're double cheeseburgers. They hit absolutely. Yeah, and they're the milkshake machine always works. I'm always a fan oh. of that. Okay, that's you know? good. So they do good work over there. Shouts <laughs> to Burger King. Keep keep it moving. You know what I mean? Before it shut down, the Burger King at the conduit in Brooklyn saw me regularly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this has been an uh, unhealthy episode of The War Report. Catch y'all next time. Peace. <laughs>